When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Okay, before we get started, if you would hit that subscribe button, that bell to get notified. We drop new episodes of Forever News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST. And throughout the week, we re-upload those segments for your viewing pleasure. Please hit them buttons. You benefit from it. I'd benefit from it. We all win. But now let's get into it. Okay, people, before we start anything, I wanted to say Happy New Year. It's 2023. There's a lot of new things that you could do, new opportunities, new avenues. Honestly, I feel like a lot of people, even though it literally is just the changing of a couple of numbers, nevertheless less use that as motivation to do whatever you want to do whether you want to you know start your career whatever it is i just wanted to say yo be inspired do what you want to do chase your dreams and try and catch that w but it is a little bit of a light week for news but I'm still going to bring you guys some really awesome bangers. And first, story on the docket. You may have heard of it. I reported on it for a while now. In case you don't know, there's this little side story in the Naruto-verse called Sasuke Retsuden, a spin-off series that takes place during about the time period of the Boruto era. doesn't have the Boruto characters in it. It's basically about Sasuke going on a quest to try and save Naruto's life and get him some sort of medicine. Likewise, he's linked with Sakura and a bunch of cool stuff. And yeah, the manga adaptation of this novel has been pretty awesome right now. But there was an announcement that, yo, dog, they're going to adapt this into anime adaptation form. And of course, many of us were like, yeah, let's go. Let's go be hype. Yeah. And of course, they dropped the bombshell on us. Well, it's going to be in the world to anime. We hope you like fam. And I was like, no. But either way, we got a whole bunch of information for what to expect from the Sasuke Retsuden anime. Because initially, I was extremely angry. I was kind of a little bit duped to a certain degree, but in a positive way, I guess you would say. I thought initially the Sasuke Retsuden anime adaptation was only going to be two episodes. All I saw was like two episodes, and then there was a big announcement. Hey, they're doing the cold arc coming into this year as well. So I was like, okay, well, Sasuke Retsuden ain't going to be much of anything if it's just two episodes. But at least there's going to be cold right after that. Until I get this information that, oh, Sasuke Retsuden isn't going to be a complete rush train, so to speak, like I thought it would be. Because, yeah, Sasuke Retsuden is going to be a little bit longer in the anime adaptation than those two episodes. Let's read everything we know so far. Because Sasuke Retsuden starts off at episode 283 called Sasuke Retsuden Starlines. And that will be January 15th, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to say that's a week after the first episode of Sasuke Retsuden. So, yeah, Sasuke Retsuden is going to be going on for quite some time at the very least but for starters 283 Sasuke resident star lines in order to save Naruto who has fallen ill Sasuke decided to travel to an old astronomical observation facility named the Tataru Astronomy Research Institute Sasuke then becomes caught in a dilemma where he gets attacked and subsequently poisoned by Meno who was fulfilling his guard duties at the research institute at that moment Sasuke felt as though everything was all over for him however the key to saving him was 
Sakura. She had infiltrated the facility as a doctor. Sakura then informed Sasuke that she was there to assist him since there have been some modifications made to his original mission. I gotta add and stress that, yes, they're not taking Sakura out of this because when they made that big announcement, yo, Sakura's VA is on break and stuff like that, I was like, oh, they're about to annihilate Sasuke Retsuda and they're gonna replace her with Boruto somehow. No! It, it was disaster. So, reading those lines that they're keeping at least some of the core content intact and not completely doing what Boruto does where it's like we want that content a lot of that content kind of doesn't gel well with Boruto they don't exist no more anything that we want Boruto has and they take and they take and so the married couple embark upon their infiltration investigation based on the documents that Sakura had acquired the cure to the Rakuto Senin's illness seemed to be a substance called the polar particles in order for them to figure out the whereabouts of that material the two of them know that they had to acquire a book called the illustrated map of the heavenly bodies they then decide to search in the institute's library for it and again that's 283 then 284 Sasuke Retsu the basement's secret is this attack on titan what are we doing here sasuke and sakura were trying to hunt down more information regarding the polar particles they've got their eyes on an opportunity a messenger for the prime minister from the capital city will be coming to visit the head of the research institute zansuru there's a basement in zansuru's room that sasuke and sakura would like to investigate in order to buy some time sakura transforms herself into the messenger for the prime minister while they are deceiving zansuru sasuke tries to sneak into the basement however the plan does not go smoothly and they are left empty-handed but then mid-conversation zansuru says something disturbing well considering the fact that they're in prison and this madness is ensuing i don't what what else could this person say and again that episode will be taking place january 22nd then we got summary for boruto anime episode 285 and all of this is courtesy of organic dinosaur shout outs to them uh sasuke wrestled in the heavens descending upon the earth january 29th sasuke and sakura collaborate with one another in order to gather more intel about the polar particles but even now there are still so many mysteries surrounding them sakura and sasuke haven't been able to locate them either but then sasuke hears something from his cell mate those words enabled sasuke to figure out a clue that would indicate the whereabouts of the polar particles meanwhile sakura has discovered a hint by solving the mystery behind the illustrated map of the heavenly bodies from the time she previously played a game called star lines with one of the other prisoners at last they've gathered some crucial information finally the two of them can try to acquire the polar particles but then and i want to say this is already passed because like i haven't read i want to say like the latest chapter or so of sasuke just because i was like Oh, well, they're announcing an anime of it. Let me leave some suspense, something for this, considering it's not like pulling out all the stops or whatever. So I think by 285, that's already past what I read from Sasuke Retsuden. And then last but not least, and I don't know if this is the final Retsuden episode or not, but uh, Boruto episode 286, Sasuke Retsuden, The Ring, February 5th. Suddenly, a huge swarm of dinosaur beasts have appeared at the Research Institute. So they're keeping dinosaurs in there, but again, it looks like they're Changing it because in the manga one of the first things that Sasuke fights is a dinosaur now this is saying by episode you know four whatever five I don't know four or five that Sasuke is all of a sudden seeing dinosaur beasts appearing when yeah, that should have probably already happened if they're going at this pacing. The Research Institute has now plunged into complete chaos. Sasuke and Sakura are now aware of Zansuru's dreadful ambitions. In order to try and stop Zansuru, they split up into two groups. Although Sakura has already made her way back into the Research Institute, she has gotten caved in right in the midst of the mayhem. Meanwhile, Sasuke has realized that Zansuru has an ally. Ooh, I wonder who's that. Sasuke tries to join forces again with Sakura, but seems to be unable to find her while they're on the verge of a crisis. 
Sasuke and Sakura, the strongest married couple in Konohagakure village, will they be able to crush Zansuru's ambitions and bring home the polar particles in order to relieve Naruto of his illness i wonder is that the final episode of it or is there gonna be one more again but either way sasuke wrestling in the anime form it sounds like if you're reading the manga for starters don't expect too much of a fateful adaptation from manga to anime it sounds like they're trying to keep some of those elements they're not going completely off the deep end because legit i thought Oh, since this is Boruto and Boruto has nothing to do with the Sasuke wrestling and stuff, they're going to somehow rewrite it and recast instead of having Sakura. They're going to have Boruto involved, but so far, no mentions of any of the next generation sneaking into the prison or being involved. At most, maybe they'll have them like at the same time doing something else in another you know place or whatever. But yeah, it doesn't sound too bad so far. Looking forward to it. The art and animation don't look great, but... Let's see what they do with it. I'm a little bit excited at the very least. And while we're in the ballpark of Naruto, in case you missed it, at Shonen Jump Festa, one of the big announcements amongst the few, because there was quite a few announcements. Again, it was like, hey, we're working on the code art coming in February, I believe. There was a couple different things. The Naruto Top 99, where you can vote for your favorite character, and the winner, number one, is going to get an original manga done by Masashi Kishimoto. And there was one other thing which I feel like is a little bit of a historic landmark considering what's happening. Because according to this article, Naruto creator Masashi Kishimoto redraws first ever cover page for this month's Psycho Jump, which I want to say Psycho Jump is now out. And again, it's like a historic thing because how many years ago was Naruto's debut? Hyping up the latest issue of the monthly Psycho Jump manga magazine, which was released today in Japan, is a cover drawn by Naruto creator Masashi Kishimoto. Although the fact that Kishimoto drew a cover for a magazine is an all that remarkable what is notable is that kishimoto redrew the original weekly shonen jump cover page that held the first chapter of naruto in his latest style and again you just see the actual magazine comparisons of issue 43 and 99 and now and you can definitely see the evolution of kishimoto again like you can see that looks like damn near two different narutos like even his face shape there's no goggles obviously naruto he had to abandon those goggles and honestly it's kind of cool to just see like where kishimoto's at with it with his art at the very least you could throw the argument that he still got it he could still draw naruto let's freaking go and the cover again was drawn to celebrate the magazine's special naruto feature that looked back at the franchise's history so it definitely seems like they're gonna ride this wave for at the very least the next couple years of hey it's the big anniversary for naruto it seems like that's what the fate for a lot of series are and i'll probably even be the fate for one piece unless something drastic happens of hey uh yo there's a new you know one piece oda just did this and it's like minuscule in a certain degree but iconic at the same time okay people next up some pretty awesome stuff regarding gaming and one piece y'all know in case you don't it's been a little minute since we got announced that one piece is getting another game and i was like okay what are we gonna do with it we had a couple of different we had that open world game that came out for the next gen consoles but it kind of felt limited there's of course the pirate warriors game i think part four was the last one to come out and i had that for the switch that was actually pretty dope but we got a new one piece game that's on the horizon one piece odyssey and off rip for starters i'm seeing that they're doing this little treasure sweepstakes where you could possibly win a luffy statue alongside another character i'm not sure exactly which character that is it kind of looks like somebody maybe from fishman island or, or madam shirley but i don't think that's the case but yeah one piece odyssey actually releases january 13th 2023 so we're not that far away and thank freaking 
goodness. I'm sure my copy of Demon Slayer, Hinokami Chronicles, the only video game I play, and if you follow my Forever Spaces Twitter, you would know that. Oh, uh, yeah, it looks like I'm going to have another game to throw on and actually have some fun. I really hope they fix some of the mechanics of, like, dog, if it's going to be like that open-world One Piece game that came out beforehand. Eh, but based on the trailers, it looks like it's going to be loads of fun. It's One Piece. I love One Piece. If you love One Piece and you love gaming... I think this is actually going to be the first next-gen console One Piece game at that. And I'm not trying to sell you on it by no means. I have no, you know, I gained nothing from it. But I'm just really excited. I don't game that often. But when I game, I do. So yeah, January 13, 2023, One Piece Odyssey. I think it's not only for PS5, of course. I believe it's going to be for the Xbox as well. I just hope they don't go back to the previous Xboxes. Like, how far are we going to go, dog? At the end of the day, let's try and keep this as current-gen gaming experience as possible. Because it's starting to get a little old of you're making games for the PS4 and just scaling them for the PS5. Like, can we get a PS5 meant anime game? Whatever it may be. Because, again, this is an adventure RPG, it seems. Next up, Hunter Hunter fans. The roller coaster doesn't end. I know y'all probably thought, what now, dog? Like, yo, Fnev, you just reported not that long ago that Tagashi gave his final word. I'm out, guys. I'm going to go figure it out, and I will return. And, yeah, you're probably like, okay, is he returning? What's happening? Well, we just got a little bit of confirmation that, in my opinion, kind of clarifies, and I could be totally off on this, that maybe Hunter Hunter won't return to Shonen Jump at all, not even in the form of a monthly release. And you're probably like, well, no, does he's not going to return to weekly Shonen Jump because he's not doing it weekly anymore. Well, there's a few series over the time period of a lot of these magazines' publication that have actually had the luxury of, despite being monthly series, getting released in a weekly magazine once a month. Boruto did it for a while. Uh, I want to say, I forget which publication it was, but Claymore did it for a while, despite being a month they just released it in a weekly magazine so a lot of people were like well maybe they're just gonna release hunter monthly through shonen jump the way they did boruto for like the first however many chapters doesn't seem to be the case because according to this it says it appears hunter hunter is no longer listed as absent in weekly shonen jumps table of contents as of issue 6 slash 7 2023 nothing is yet known regarding the continuation of the series so we'll keep informing on the matter and you're probably like well, yeah, they're, they're not listing it because it's not active. Well, the thing about it is, is that most of the time, especially throughout all of Hunter Hunter's run, damn near every magazine, they remind you that Hunter Hunter's still in the magazine. They say, yo, it's still, you know, it's just on break. It's absent. That's all that's happening. Even if it's a three-year hiatus, it's absent. However, the fact that they've removed it and it's no longer listed as absent, it seems to be the case not only, of course, that it's not going to be weekly as they proclaimed, but it looks like even that monthly release probably won't go to Weekly Shonen Jump. So they're probably going to use the massive title of Hunter Hunter to have people flock to wherever they want them to go to because there's quite a few Shueisha magazines. I mean, again, there's, of course, Shonen Jump. I believe there's like Ultra Jump of sorts, something like that. There's V Jump. Personally, V Jump, I feel like, would be a bit much because, honestly, that's really for, like, spinoff series and stuff like that, like Boruto and Dragon Ball Super and card game-related stuff. Although, ooh, a Hunter Hunter Greed Island V Jump manga wouldn't be too bad. And 
who knows maybe that would be the place but then there's also the one that i probably expect the most the digital publication of shonen jump plus because if you could get people to go to shonen jump plus using hunt the hunter you're damn near one because it's already massive it's already huge most of the titles that come out of jump plus for whatever reason they explode not all of them but you got the spy families you got the kaiju number eight chainsaw man 2 is housed over there now like jump plus is a big deal so adding a legend like hunt the hunter yoshihiro tagashi giving him the reins to okay you want to do once a month fair enough you want to do one every other month fair enough just to get some consistency on the way but it is telling that at the very least, Weekly Shonen Jump and Hunt the Hunter's history seems to be not necessarily no more, but just that history. It looks like Hunt the Hunter is going to be moving on from Weekly Shonen Jump, and I expect it to. I don't think there's a reason now. Maybe back then they didn't really have things sorted yet, especially on the digital side of things for like Boruto or going back to Claymore. We're in a different era now. I mean, aside from just, you know, striking a deal and making sure everybody's happy with what they're getting out of it, put them in plus. Jump plus sounds like the perfect avenue for hunt the hunter especially again now that it is no longer listed as absent and weekly shonen jump and that's kind of crazy hunt have been going since like what 97 98 like that's a long time but as i've been stating one of the things is that we 100 cannot remove our vision from the whole point of that hey this might actually benefit the fans in a great way of course it's seemingly going to benefit yoshihiro tagashi in a sense that it's going to give him the flexibility and the position to be able to create on a consistent basis because with the next return it's going to tell us damn near everything we need to know about the future of hunter hunter if the next return yoshihiro tagashi is still clowning around because now this is the moment everyone's been waiting for they've been waiting for something to shake they've been waiting for something to fix this situation if this thing doesn't put tagashi on the path of Yo, I'm dropping once a month, once every other month, or you're getting six a year, or some type of release schedule, then just never even expect once that Tagashi is going to be consistent, period. If there's no consistency upon this return that is no longer going to be a weekly Shonen Jump, you know Tagashi's never going to be consistent, and it's over for any hope of that. At the very least, that's how I feel about it. But either way, Yoshihiro Tagashi's Hunter Hunter manga, after so many years, is no longer listed as absent and Weekly Shonen Jump, meaning more than likely when it returns, it'll be in a whole different publication. And again, it's the end of an era. Crazy. Okay, next up, just a quick little word from Shueisha, Weekly Shonen Jump, and in general, the advertisements that they got. Because, of course, you know, they post advertisements all over the place. But seems as though this is what Shonen Jump's motto is going to be coming into the new year. Because their classic motto, of course, is effort, victory, friendship that's one of their main sticks so to speak but it seems as though coming into this new year they have a different model because shueisha new year's newspaper advertisements for 2023 say more and more interesting is the publisher's goal for this upcoming year so it's just to make things more interesting so to speak there's no other type of you know i guess you could say attack plan with this one and honestly that sounds about right considering the fact that they're scaling up anime and manga scaling like we've never seen before is becoming a lot larger and whatnot yeah maybe effort victory and friendship in 2023 especially something that people just laugh at and make fun of maybe ain't the best model to push especially when you're trying to get more people into it with advertisements or whatnot maybe switching it to more and more interesting sounds about right that's the way you would sell me a comic like yo dog we're making more and more interesting stuff you should check this out opposed to 
yo, there's effort, victory, and friendship in our magazine. Come through. I'm going to be like, yeah, you can hold that. I got a lot of that already. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, people, it seems as though Shonen Jump is switching up the flow. You know how they say, Banks told me, cuz go ahead, switch the style up. And if they hate to let them hate to watch the money pile up. Like, Shonen Jump is like, yo, we're going to switch style up. They can hate. We're going to let the money pile up. We got Chainsaw Man, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, and yeah. Next up, another story in the world of Shonen Jump. Again, with weekly Shonen Jump being absent, we still managed to scrounge the barrels to find some news for you and uh, this one in particular is interesting because it was already confirmed I want to see how they're going to handle this one because Jump Plus despite the fact that everything is growing and whatnot there has still been a ton of titles that you can't read I can't read legally at the very least on all of the major apps they're still locked or at the very least they were it's like yo you get your hands on Spy Family you get your hands on Kaiju number 8 We'll give you Chainsaw Man, but a lot of the other maybe hidden gems you didn't have access to. But it seems as though 2023 is breaking the mold altogether. Because according to this, it says, Friendly reminder, starting 2023, all new Shonen Jump Plus app series will be officially translated and simul-published at Manga Plus. This will apply to all new serials starting from January onward, excluding indie works, which will also receive an immediate English translation so the indie works aren't going to be like straight up the way they're handling their own in-house stuff but nevertheless we're going to be getting a lot more manga and i think that's pretty big and good news in general that okay 2023 it's solidified we're about to have a whole bunch of stuff that you couldn't have access to they're about to translate it bring it over and that'll be probably a good time to find a hidden sleeper see what they're actually doing outside of like because you got to imagine everything i've read about shonen jump plus has been that, yo, dog, there's a whole bunch of different series there. But again, we didn't have access to a lot of those. They only really put in the forefront a lot of, you know, the big ones, spy families and whatnot. So the fact that they're deciding to make this move, and also with the indie comics, because I've been seeing on the scene as well, that Jump Plus has actually been taking, let's just say, you watching right now, you have your own comic, they feel you're ready, they've been taking them, bringing them, letting them publish on Jump Plus, and even they've started with a couple of series, releasing some of those, as manga in physical form as well so like jump plus has a lot of benefits to it so i'm gonna like i said keep on supporting it uh it'll have a whole bunch of new titles i'm gonna look out for that maybe get some reviews going on the main channel for neverworld of some of these chapters and just to get a glimpse of okay well what's happening outside of all the mainstream stuff we know of and jump plus because they have a lot of manga and they're growing every day okay next up i have a list of majority of the newbies in weekly shonen jump that release their latest volumes of manga and we're not necessarily going to talk about oh it sold 10,000 or anything like that we do that in the top 50 best-selling manga of the week segment you can check that out over there one of the things I really wanted to speak about though is that it really just looks like a lot of these newbies are just not matching up and I've said this before but I'm going to say it again in case you ain't here it feels like the peak of weekly shonen jump so far the climax has been the chainsaw man jujutsu kaisen era since that era has kind of come to a close in terms of the manga of like them being newbies. Obviously, Jujutsu Kaisen's still going and Chainsaw Man's and Jump Plus. But that era, that class, so to speak, of manga feels like has not been surpassed or even close to being met since it happened. Like all of the newbies in Weekly Shonen Jump from the next generation over, Sakamoto Days, Undead Unluck, and things of that nature haven't really exploded. It feels like, again, that was the 
previous you know anchor that was the previous big dog but over here with the shoseki rankings i'm looking at it and it's like dog what is i don't know if shonen jump is going to be in some real trouble i know a lot of people be like yo you're fear mongering but to me it looks like it's trouble when you can't top an era that is already a few years old chainsaw man and jujutsu kaisen were like 2018 2019 manga yeah they're still kind of going and of course jujutsu kaisen is more popular than ever but always thinking about well okay Akutami said that the manga is about one year away from ending what comes next what replaces black clover that it's on its final arc what replaces my hero academia now that it's final arc what's going to replace one piece now that it's on its final arc and then i look at this list and i'm like Okay, well, Super Smartphone debuting its latest volume at 170, and of course it's canceled already, which I guess smart move, although I kind of question this. Follow me this one. Because they're going to cancel a Super Smartphone and a ton of other manga, right? Because sales didn't go good. So oftentimes I look at it because, you know, the placing is based, of course, on the sales that they performed or whatnot. Why would it be in Shonen Jump's best interest to send out, let's just say, 10,000 copies, 20,000 copies of Super Smartphone Week 1 when they have no plans to ever continue it again? So I feel like sometimes when I look at, again, the Super Smartphone at 170 place, a high school family at 121, it's because they don't see the value in shipping out more books. Because, yes, there is a certain degree of like you know supply and demand but in general there's nothing that they could gain from super smartphone it's a failure that they had to cancel so you're going to be at 170 place you're not going to sell that many books because they're not going to print as many books and they're not going to ship out as many books because they feel based off of their reader surveys and all of the knowledge that they accumulate it's time to cancel this one people probably don't care about it let's move forward and then you go up a little bit you see that ppppp debuts at 18 with its latest volume and that's not great i think it was just confirmed that ppp is like at four 400,000 copies sold with like six volumes, something like that. Not the greatest bang in the world, although a proper anime for that will help. Uh, Yozakura Family, I think they, for the fifth time, announced the anime is coming. Plays 16, again, I don't expect the sales to be much. And then you see like five and six, Witch Watch and Elusive Samurai. Out of all of these manga right here, I will say that Elusive Samurai has a chance of being a big shonen hit. People People P is going to have its own lane. Yozakura Family has a chance. I feel like the top four have somewhat of a chance with Elusive Samurai being in the lead and People People P being right behind. I have not read Witch Watch and Yozakura Family, but I don't know, man. You compare this era to Chainsaw Man Jujutsu Kaisen's big era, don't stack up. Not for me anyway. I don't see Super Smartphone or High School Family and be like, yeah! Okay, next up, I wanted to cover a lot of the art that was released for New Year's from major authors. Think like, you know, My Hero Academia or whatnot. A lot of these creators for New Year's, they released like either messages, statements, or in general, some new exclusive art of the characters from their manga or for the anime. Wide variety of things. So let's take a look starting off with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Kohei Horikoshi. He posted this picture of... Oh god, Re really Horikoshi, why is Deku dressed as Miracle? What, what What's going on here? Deku dressed as Mirko? No, 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 that's no bueno. Mirko looks amazing, Uraraka, Ears, Jiro, like everybody look cool. Then we got Deku here and he said, Sorry for the late greeting, Happy New Year, thank you for the continued support for My Hero Academia this year. Mirko's clothes overlap with the anime New Year's card illustration. And I'm guessing he was going to say very well. And yeah, that's not the wave at all. Like, yo, Mirko, 
absolutely great. She looks amazing. The other two, cool beans. Deku, stop. Like, yo, Horikoshi, you know what you're doing, dog. You know what you're doing. You know what be in those Twitter searches when you look up anything My Hero Academia. You know, dog. You know. Then we got, I don't believe this is courtesy of uh, Gege Akutami. I could be off on that, but this is from the official Jujutsu Kaisen account. We have a picture of Yuji, and it looks like he's holding a rabbit, and I think that's to signify that we're in the year of the rabbit so that's probably why they did that but yeah i don't think that was gege and it kind of looks well maybe it could be i don't know then we got roboco really just as like a rabbit was there any year oh, okay the year of the rabbit Mirko, and then yuji's holding a rabbit roboco's dressed as a rabbit uh then we got martial magic and muscles okay he actually uh or the people behind this one which i think this is more like piro and the anime staff themselves uh didn't go with the typical rabbit thing they just had him like uh get his face painted mosh or whatnot but that actually looks really dope that looks straight off out, out of the anime uh then we got an art from really that's people people p that looks like i don't know like some weird demon slayer art that actually looks really cool that that was released for 2023's new year uh we got a couple of more what series is that i'm not even sure what series is that it's like a giant rabbit with 2023 on his chest but all right and then we got black clover asta i believe that's one of the looks that they use for one of the covers of the magazine but they wanted to show off that asta looking a little bit drippy and i like seeing that these authors are excited and enthusiastic about the new years there's plenty of more shonen jump art from the artists and whatnot but it's just really cool to see and see the authors in bright spirits and what they're going to bring to the table for this new year okay people next up we absolutely have to talk about this we got to talk about what's happening in japan right now what's going on dog there's something in the water because fam they are absolutely admiring and adoring apparently seemingly 3d cg animation bro dragon ball what have you done i'm gonna blame dragon ball i'm gonna blame dragon ball hear me clear i'm blaming dragon ball for this one this is dragon ball's fault the moment they decided yo let's give it a shot with 3d cgi the moment maybe some early numbers show that the west really cares dog it's over it's over it's over the only thing we could i guess kind of sort of hope for and even then that's a sticky situation is that ai 2d animation really comes in quick that way it'll be cheaper still to produce 2d animation over 3d cg but in terms of 3d cg success look at slam dunk right now dog slam dunk yet again tearing it up passing dragon ball superhero in japan like this is absurd because apparently according to the japan box office the first slam dunk maintains its number one position for five consecutive weekends five weekends people have ran out to watch this 3d slam dunk movie and kept it at number one where are we in society right now the momentum continued even during the new year's break in the fifth week the first slam dunk the new anime feature film adaptation of Takahiko Inoue's basketball themed sports manga in the 1990s still earned an impressive 362 million yen about 2.75 million dollars on 276,000 admissions maintaining its number one position for five consecutive weekends in 32 days since its release in japan on december 3rd the 124 minute film oh wow that's over two hours made 50 million dollars on 4.6 million admissions to become the fourth 
top grossing Japanese anime film of 2022. Coming in second was still Makoto Shinkai's latest feature, Suzume, which stayed on the same position for five weekends. In other words, the first Slam Dunk and Suzume have kept their 1-2 position for five weeks, beating James Cameron's Avatar The Way of the Water. That is huge. In third for three times, Suzume earned 245 million yen, about 1.86 million on 199,000 emissions in its eighth weekend, bringing its total to 85 million. Yo, Makoto Shinkai, they making sure they're gonna keep him as a top dog. Now it has become the 12th top grossing Japanese film of all time behind Hao Miyazaki's The Wind Rises that came out in 2013 and did 12 billion yen. Dog, what's in the water in Japan, bro? I don't care, though. No, 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 no. Next thing you know, they're gonna tell me that the Seven Deadly Sins movies that are on Netflix right now are the greatest thing they've ever seen. That 3D CG really just, it did it for me, lad. And I do all of that absolute silliness to say that I don't understand this, dog. What's happening? I feel like, to a certain degree, the honest truth 3D CG, we're not only seeing the beginnings of it, it is making major waves. Like this is going to be, I could see by like 2026, 2027, a large percentage of the anime being created being 3D CG. And that's scary because if Slam Dunk is able to do five consecutive weekends, all they got to do is just keep tweaking the 3D CG. They're already basically there. They've already accepted. This is the route we're going on. We got Dragon Ball Superheroes. We got this. We got Piro that's hiring 3D CG animators. We got, you know what I'm saying? The 3D CG virus, uh, you can't ignore. And it's clear with this one. It's here. And I say virus like this is the worst thing in the world. Like, I did like Superhero. I ain't gonna cap on that. I've said it before, but I don't know. That Sam Dunk movie still look rough to me. And the fact that it's beating out Superhero in Japan. And what? Okay, next up, it was something interesting that I wanted to report regarding the world of Dragon Ball. It seems like there's a little something every week now when it comes to Dragon Ball now that it's returned. But in particular, it was something to do with Trunks. And apparently a decision that Toyo Taro, the guy that's actually drawing Dragon Ball Super, never thought in a million years would happen with Trunks. And we find out that Toriyama actually been calling some shots and making some stuff happen. Allegedly, according to them anyway. Uh, so let's read this one because I find it interesting. Is Dragon Ball Super's new superhero story arc ruining Trunks? Is Dragon Ball Super superhero's new story arc ruining the character of Trunks as we know him? If you haven't been following events in the Dragon Ball franchise recently, the new manga arc is serving as a prequel to the recent movie that was released in theaters last year. Part of the story is providing expanded context about what was happening on Earth while Goku and Vegeta were away fighting the epic battles of the last few manga arcs. And as it turns out, Trunks and his buddy Goten were quite busy indeed. First chapter of the manga's return is of how Trunks and Goten are spending their teenage years balancing between the demands of school and teen angst and their moonlight quest as costumed superheroes, keeping the city safe in their father's absence. Trunks, in particular, has been shown to be living a Peter Parker slash Spider-Man kind of life, I like the way they put it, with his hero activities doing everything from getting him in trouble at school for tardiness to costing him a date with the girl he really wants to take out. Needless to say, it's a very different side of Trunks than we've seen before, but is it a good new dimension of the character? Trunks really became a breakout hit icon of the Dragon Ball series in Dragon Ball Z, which introduced us of course to future trunks a young adult version of vegeta's son who grew up in the dark future overrun by the androids future trunks was a badass yada yada we know about future trunks so i'll get to it the future trunks character who was more of a hardened sword toting badass 
uh, apparently made a return to Dragon Ball Super, yet hailing from another dark alternate future that was overrun by Rogue Kai Zamasu. Either way, Dragon Ball fans have come to know and love Future Trunks as the definitive Trunks, and that is 100% facts. I gotta agree with the person that wrote this article. Who wrote this article? Do we got an author? Kofi Outlaw. I absolutely agree. That was, of course, Trunks. Like, I remember back in the day, people were sending in fan art of Trunks to Toonami, and Toonami had to say, uh, we can't accept it and put it on air right now, dog. We haven't even licensed the episodes for Trunks yet. What are y'all doing? Like, that's how popular Trunks was that even back then, pre, you know, the way the internet is now, fans knew about Trunks and were excited for him to come to the anime. And so the article raises the question, is Dragon Ball Super ruining Trunks? In a recent interview, even Dragon Ball Super's mangaka Toyotaro admitted that he would never have thought of Trunks as a teenage character running around in a superhero costume because that was not the impression of Trunks he had from Dragon Ball Z. None of us had it. It was actually Dragon Ball creator Akira Toriyama who insisted on Trunks getting this new element element of his character explored and honestly with all the really awesome and cool things you could do with Trunks's character Toriyama coming up with yo let's just make him like a great Saiyan man knockoff story wannabe like no 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 you don't go from one of the most badass characters that chopped up Mecha Frieza packed up King Cole was on some really epic stuff and then he, he he likes to dress up in a costume from time to time and be a hero now granted obviously it's two different trunks one of them came from literal hell their world was freaking hell to this trunks that kind of grew up very coddled very you know so there's going to be the change also this is a world where Trunks got to grow up with Gohan and that also keeps that dynamic in there so I kind of like that aspect of it of like future Trunks looked up to Gohan in his timeline now in this timeline looks up to Gohan yet again and that's really cool this was pretty interesting we got word apparently from the author of Jujutsu Kaisen on which characters they think remind them of Thanos? Jujutsu Kaisen been around for years now and of course all eyes are on the series this year after all the anime is gearing up for season 2 which will have Yuji doing plenty uh, his beef with Mahito hasn't gone anywhere yes that's right Mahito might not have nothing to do with the Avengers but he shares something in common with Thanos the Mad Titan during a chat Gaga Akutami admitted he likens Mahito to the Marvel villain and he has good reason to. Mahito is intrinsically evil and I hope I pronounced that word right and he only thinks about making humans suffer deep down but can he be proven wrong? His situation reminds me of Thanos in Avengers Endgame. In the end I never felt hatred for him. So apparently Gaga Akutami is on some wild boy stuff and he really liked him some Thanos and yeah he really liked Mahito even though Mahito is a uh, yeah irredeemable type of dude. It seems as though that's where Gaga got the influence from and that's absolutely nuts dog. I love hearing stuff like that. That's why I appreciate author commentary and why you should subscribe to For Never News because I give you all the little tidbits and insights you probably would have never known about that influence with Thanos and Mahito although admittedly Thanos is probably in another league but Mahito is pretty epic as well okay next up something that i wanted to mention and i'm kind of shocked about it is apparently in next week's top 50 best-selling manga we got a little bit of a leak and it seems as though roroni kenshin the hokkaido arc 8 is so freaking popular it is outselling with this volume 
Don the Don, the Elusive Samurai, all of the newbies, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, even though it's like in its, I don't know what, fourth or fifth week, but this is why they're bringing back the Kenshin anime, because look at that, that freaking huge. Okay, next up, My Hero Academia fans, in case you don't know, Season 6 is underway, we just wrapped up the midway point for Season 6, and apparently it seems as though My Hero Academia is going to be getting a new ending and opening, but there's something interesting, and it's probably that they're going to be putting a lot of works for the second half of Season 6, maybe you wasn't a fan of the war of season six so far but based on what they're doing and i'll explain in a second it might actually look really gorgeous or something because again there was a preview of saturday's episode of my hero academia season six part two with ochako looking desperate there's going to be a new ending by kitakaze by six lounge and the opening artist is and of course this will be saturday and the thing about it is is that why aren't they saying the opening artist they always say who the opening artist is that means that they're probably going to get a big group or a big singer to do the song because they're probably putting in all the works i mean alone based off that preview that shot of ochako looks great deku looks okay too so i'm going to throw my hat in the race and saying that season six of my hero academia is where bones is going to pour all of their love into making it the anime that a lot of people wanted the first half to be and just in general what it deserves also because now that studio bones doesn't have mob psycho 100 they might take more of the talented staff from them and allocate them over to my hero academia because them teasing an opening artist like they never do that so they're probably going to make these next episodes in this last part of the season special and i definitely think it deserves it honestly i felt like the first half of the season should have been treated like yo this is special this needs top tier studio mappa studio photo type of look but yeah i'm expecting greatness for the second half of season six don't let me down bones we don't got mob psycho no more to use it as an excuse that you have these separated groups bring them over quick update i don't even know why this is a thing but dragon ball's 23rd tenkaichi budokai arc will be the fifth dlc after bardock's dlc for dbz Kakarot. Okay, initially, for some reason, I thought that this was going to be Xenoverse, and I was like, really? More DLC for Xenoverse? Like, why? Kakarot, it's a little bit newer than that, so I'm, I'm going to throw some leeway, even though, can we get some new games? Kakarot's cool, it's an open world, all that stuff, but for the love of goodness, can we please get some new freaking games? Dragon Ball, what happened, though? We went from a new game every year for years and years and years to, it's been a drought, and they left us with a few games, but dog i beat xenoverse years ago i played with my friends all day and night years ago i'm not gonna go back to that kakarot is cool and all never really got that invested into it it felt like the open world felt a little bit constricted likewise with that other one piece open world game so yeah i don't know they're still supporting kakarot which at the end of the day kakarot is not fighters or nothing like that it's a different animal in and of itself so kind of cool that they're adding it i guess but I don't know. Give me a new Dragon Ball game already. Well, they gave us the Breakers, but that was a flop and a reused skin of Xenoverse 2. Like, yeah. Okay, people. So I know you probably like, hey, Fenev, what's going on? Why aren't you on screen? Why are you interrupting the episode? What happened? Well, as I told you earlier in this episode, it was a light week for news. And despite the fact that at the time of recording, there was not that many stories, there's a few other stories that popped up. And personally, I wasn't satisfied with the completion of this episode being as is. So I got a few more stories I'm going to add in between here. I'm not on camera, obviously, but nevertheless, I still wanted to bring you guys the news. So let's get started, shall we? For starters, we got an update to a story earlier in this episode regarding My Hero Academia and what's happening at the very least with the artist 
that is going to be doing the new opening because My Hero Academia, probably as you're watching this episode right now, you can go listen to it with Season 6 Part 2. There's a new song, but initially they were hyping it, not showing the name of the artist. And personally, I felt like, okay, there's probably a big investment in there. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the investment in animation and art because, yeah, it started off with this coming soon, one day later logo that they posted. And then the following day, they revealed that Eve will be performing My Hero Academia's TV anime season six second core opening theme song broadcasting again January 7, 2023. And of course, again, we already know that Six Lounge will be performing the ending theme Kitakaze and initially I was super like wait a minute I know the name Eve what anime have they done and they've done music on Jujutsu Kaisen that's a huge one they've done music on Chainsaw Man that is enormous they've done some pretty big titles not to mention Dororo which Dororo is absolutely fire that's you know one of those classics Osamu Tezuka so yeah getting Eve on board is a big deal I'd imagine as I've been telling people that with the music industry and the anime industry slowly coming even closer together with Sony's involvement and you know buying up everything or whatnot we're gonna see more music being incorporated in down to even the press releases like they've always you know did press releases for opening and stuff like that the fact that they were hiding who was the you know artist that is going to be a part of this new opening up until literally release time of the opening that was a little bit peculiar to me personally i feel like they've done that before but it just felt like they were trying to get a little more grandiose with it and considering they got eve involved that is a big name i still really hope that they're going to you know kind of use that as okay we're hyping this up also because these episodes are really really good and what i mean by really good like they actually put the time and effort into making these episodes quality making these episodes something worthwhile in terms of like oh come on season six this was supposed to be that season and it was still really good but yeah i'm hoping the second half is where they decide you know what we're gonna put in those people that were animating Mob Psycho 100 onto the project because it deserves it. But again, we'll see. Either way, Eve will be performing My Hero Academia's TV anime season six second opening theme. And the next story is something that I could not wait to talk about because this is going to be massive and big. In case you haven't heard, the Pokemon that you know and love, yeah, it's ending <laughs> they're going to be doing a new pokemon anime in 2023 that will not be starring ash and pikachu pretty much they are retiring seemingly ash and pikachu from the franchise however a lot of fans including myself were like okay the finale's coming up right because they're doing a new final season it's going to wrap it up all of that good stuff there's a lot of people we gotta see first you know what i'm saying we can't we can't let this go completely without getting what we need this article is giving me a lot of hope for what this final season is going to be because apparently misty and brock return to pokemon anime for ash's final episodes the final stretch of ash's pokemon adventures start next week on january 13th and to get us prepared for the eventful waterfall of tears the details on the first few episodes of pokemon aim to be a pokemon master revealed today to be bringing back a few familiar faces and sounds and they got a trailer so far that shows misty shows brock i saw team rocket in there 
think Gary was in there. I'd have to double check, but yeah, Gary better be there for the finale. The series confirmed that the first episode will feature Ash healing up an injured Latias, which is kind of crazy that they're just gonna have. Okay, he's kicking it with a legendary Pokemon to start things off. With the second episode seeing Ash and Misty reunite and going for a spot of fishing which another thing they better bring the bike stuff up okay ash better like yo you champ now dog yo big champ you better pay for that bike i'm just saying misty's gonna be on your head top episode three will feature the return of brock and sillen who was featured in a special episode of the black and white anime together separate from ash's journey through the region yeah i remember they did like a little they did a couple of different anime for pokemon that didn't have ash but it was always ash at the main center pokemon aimed to be a pokemon master will once again feature mezaze pokemon master as the theme song which was the original theme song for the series in 97 don't be confused that's not the one that we got in the west i wanna be the very best which if they're bringing back the og for the finale over there in japan it will be a travesty if four kids entertainment don't cough up or whoever has it at this point uh the rights to use the original pokemon anime song for the finale uh when they bring it over here to the west it, it has to happen if not for the entirety of the season at the very least the final episode needs to end with Dun -dun -dun, I wanna be like it has to okay it just has to if it doesn't that would be one of the biggest missed opportunities but again we shall see it says the song that you know Japanese one has been remixed into Mezase Pokemon Master with my friends and was previewed in the trailer above and again Ash's journey concludes starting January 13th in Japan no English timing has been confirmed but it is going to Netflix in Japan so I do know that Netflix over here has Pokemon or has had Pokemon. So maybe we could get Pokemon. I don't know. We'll see. Either way, I'm hoping for uh, this final season to do everything that we need it to do. And so far, at the very least, again, they're bringing back the OGs. How can you finish Pokemon without having Proc and Misty alongside with Ash and Pikachu? You got to do it. And I also think personally on a side note i guess i would say that pokemon is probably despite the fact that it's the end of ash and pikachu's journey it's going to be the end of ash and pikachu's journey as a duo but for some reason i feel like they're more so okay with ending it for ash and not necessarily pikachu and i personally think somehow some way they're going to have pikachu incorporated into the next pokemon anime whether it be that these kids are related to ash and pikachu had kids at some given point he bred pikachu and they have like little pikachus that this is their parent or something along the lines of that i have no doubt that they gotta have pikachu because anybody that has no idea about pokemon one thing they'll know is isn't there like the little yellow rat what is his name pikachu like people know pikachu above anything he's probably one of the most popular things out of anime period globally so i personally think they're not going to get rid of pikachu but they might put down our boy ash he might finally be turning 11 yeah but yeah people pokemon final season the wrap up will be bringing back misty and brock and it's gonna be special they better bring back that opening for the western version i'm just saying i need it i want to be the very best okay and next up this was something that i definitely wanted to talk about because it's gonna be the talk of the town by the time this episode drops i believe it's actually right around the time this episode drops because here's the exact time trigun stampede 
the 3D CG anime will be coming to Crunchyroll. A brand new Trigun series is just around the corner, and we got all the details you need for the premiere. Trigun Stampede will launch its first episode January 7th at 8.30 a.m. PT, which I believe that means 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, and yeah, it'll be available in multiple places, including North America, Central America, South America, Europe, Africa, Oceania, the Middle East, CIS, the Philippines, Singapore, India, Pakistan, Bhutan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Nepal, Kazakhstan, and Kyrgyzstan. And I probably butchered that last one, but yeah, it's going to be available in a lot of places. And um, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to seeing it regardless, but I know that there was a lot of people that were like, I don't want 3D CG. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they play this one. But yeah, the new Trigun anime, as you're watching this, is up and you can watch it. Let me know what you think if you've seen it already. I'm going to definitely be watching. And I also wanted to bring you guys' attention that Vinland Saga is making major waves over there in Japan because it says here, Vikings all around with Vinland Saga TV anime are teaming up with the Northmen film. Japan is getting Viking fever this January with the premiere of the second season of the Villain Saga TV anime on January 9th as well as the release of the critically acclaimed film The Northman on January 20th in theaters across the country. To celebrate the release of both, the two are teaming up to support each other with a video of Thorfinn and Kanuti discussing their overlapping circumstances with the story of the Northmen as the trailer plays in the background and we got some art of what that movie looks like and yeah it looks like it's a Vikings era so yeah not only is it the year of the rabbit with the new year but it's also the year of the Viking let's go okay we have the weekly shonen magazine author comments courtesy of Joe underscore Ke. There's no Shonen Jump this week, if I'm not mistaken, so no Shonen Jump comments. And let's start this off with George Morikawa, author of Hajime no Ippo. Congrats on your two-week streak, Kuma-san. I'm guessing he's probably referring to a boxer, maybe somebody from his gym, or he's referring to another mangaka. You never know with George Morikawa. Then you got Tia, the editor of Blue Lock. This year is the year of the rabbit, my year. Rabbit get lonely easily and can be erotic. Here's to a great year. I'm sure it's going to be an excellent year for Tia and everybody on board for Blue Lock. Considering the manga is indeed blowing up. So yeah, I'm sure the editor is definitely planning on having a fantastic year at that. Uh, then we got an uh, author that I haven't covered in a while and I want to from time to time. Uh, Kanan-sama's Nonko. The fact that I'm still able to function after doing an all-nighter means I still have a little youth left in the tank. Considering the fact that I've been up for like I don't even know how many hours now. Well over a day working. Uh, Yeah, I guess I'm there with Nonko. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so tired right now. Then we got Nagaba Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse. The horror movie I've been into lately is James Wan's malignant the most hyped thing is when the story moves in unexpected ways i think that's honestly for me one of the most hyped things about any manga or anime or series in general is like when hype things happen that's when it moves in unexpected ways so yeah uh, then we got hiromashima author of eden zero a lot of stuff happened this year happy new year's everyone hope it's a great one a lot did happen 2022 was wild uh, we got kei urana author of gachi akuta because it's been said that I'm more of a wait and see before moving type of person, I've started thinking I should practice my sneak skill more. What? <laughs> and we'll wrap this bad boy up with Negi Haraba, author of Ranger Reject. 
I had a thought of an excellent TLC comment three days ago. If I remember it at some point, I'll write it here. And he probably remembered it right after he wrote that comment. Because that's usually how it be though. And yeah, people, those were the weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. Again, no jump author comments this week. It's on break. Huh? Pretty enjoyable stuff. Okay, people, and let's wrap this bad boy up with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week. Courtesy of Jose underscore Ke. And to start it off, we got 50 through 41 opening it up at 50 is blue lock volume 12 with 24,000. you already know that blue lock anime is doing big big things got it at 47 volume 4 with 25,000. uh kaguya sama lovers war official fan book 25,007 days dang oh fan book okay uh then blue lock yet again the blue lock agenda so strong jeez louise volumes 11 5 3 and 2 all taking up places 45 through 42 with about 26 25 26,000 a piece and at 41 chainsaw man volume 3 because don't forget even though the anime ended that craze is going bat psycho nuts right now uh with 26,566 bringing its total 1.2 mil uh then we got places 40 through 31 jeez gosh darn it blue lock at four oh my god this is mostly almost entirely comprised of blue lock and chainsaw man and well yeah a couple of chainsaw man volumes uh blue lock at 40 chainsaw man volume 2 at 39 this is absolute madness like you can see for yourself at 37 at least a little bit of a break uh, for the monotony spy family volume 10 with 26.9k this week bringing in a total of 1.4 uh then we just got again more blue lock volume 9 chainsaw man volume 1 selling 27,000 i'm wondering how long it's going to take for the chainsaw man slowdown to begin because Right now, it doesn't look like it's slowing down at all. Uh, then we got places 30 through 21. More Chainsaw Man, volume 11, 28,000. Passing the 1 million mark for that volume. Uh, then Chainsaw Man again. Oh my gosh, there's just too much Chainsaw Man this time around. Volumes 10, 9, 8, 6, 7. All placing with roughly 28,000 copies of Peace. We got Record of Ragnarok, The Legend of Lu Bu. Is that a spinoff? That's probably some sort of spinoff of sorts. Volume 7 with in 6 days 28,000 copies. That's not bad. Chainsaw Man yet again returning for 21. I swear it feels like if I'm doing this on purpose. 28,000. And then we got places 20 through 11. Chainsaw Man Part 2's first volume aka Volume 12 Chainsaw Man with 31,000 this week. Bringing us total to 690. It's about 10k shy from 700k. Alright, alright. We, we, we doing big things with Chainsaw Man. Let's go. I think a new volume's coming out soon too. Uh, then we got a lot of more unknown stuff like this looks like a baseball series. Maybe the Batcatcher. Okiku Furikabute. Alrighty then. <laughs> uh, that sold 34,000. That was just random. Uh, we got Mushoku Tensei Isekai Itar Honki Dasu. Is that some sort of spinoff of sorts? Again, I don't know. Uh, volume 18 with 39,000 in four days. That's very good. Uh, then we got the Slime series at number 11 with volume 22 selling 45,000. Yo. In 18 days, 
400k crazy then we got top 10 top 10 top 10 top 10 at number 10 ace of diamond act 2 volume 32 in 10 days 97k 52 this week i wonder if there's any more volumes or if that's the last one for now because you know the series is over the author had to stop because his mental health was bugging out so yeah interesting then we got jojo no kimyo na boken crazy diamond no ak yo these names be ridiculous they got the new jojo's diamond is unbreakable spinoff series volume 2 in 7 days 54,000 and this is again uh, a diamond unbreakable like spin whatever but a manga that's so old and it's selling 54,000 copies with this new thing like that's nuts slam dunk the first slam dunk resource in 11 days another 85,000 bringing his total 216k I, I I don't understand it Japan must really really love slam dunk and they're just going all out for it uh, then we got Jujutsu Kaisen volume 21 in 24 days 1.14 in total 96 this week dropping down i think it was number one or it was top three i want to say last week uh it's at number five we got blue lock this is probably one of the latest volumes volume 22 selling 97k this week in 10 days 176 so blue lock is steadily increasing it has not surpassed haiku it has not surpassed kuroko but it's rising that's interesting at uh, number two record of ragnarok the regular manga volume 17 in six days 123k and at number one kaguya sama love is wars final volume that is so dope for the final volume to debut at number one volume 28 with 136,740 copies in seven days that's a beautiful way to end off your manga's run because yeah with it ending and then debut at number one i'm sure that author is through the freaking moon but that was the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of joe's underscore k a lot of interesting surprises not much shown in on here minus of course like you know the instant flood of chainsaw man and blue lock but yeah still a dope one but yeah people that's all we have for this episode let me know what you guys think most important story favorite story again sorry if this wasn't the biggest episode there was you know a little bit of a break this week but i came through the best i could so laugh for this one i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga life, have an awesome day peace and you guys just watched another episode of whatever have an awesome day subscribe and hit that bell to get more yeah i have a dream alone in my room as i sit with the tea couldn't possibly think what i often see and you don't even know how i often blink lights be flashing and looking at me such an odd unique yet i'm so unique and you're looking at me if the wolves could talk they would probably be peek and i'd probably say bitch get the fuck off me